It is September 5th, 2022, the official start of the NFL season. It is week one, which you know means it is go time. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there, and over on the Tiki Talk at RoyDog13. How's everybody doing? I know it's been a long time. It has been a really long time. Uh, but we are at the end of the summer. We are through our drafts. Uh, except for one person who uh, just DM me what his pick was for tonight, but I can't help you. I can't help you tonight with that because I have to record. I have to record. We got to get this done. Uh, by now, everybody should have seen on social media uh, that officially uh, partnering up with DailyAmbush.com. That is my buddy Steve Renner's site. Uh, get over there right now. We are running a promo over there, uh, the football only, which includes both NFL and college uh, DFS and betting. Uh, originally, the price was $139. It is now down to $99 with the promo code ROYDOG, R-O-Y-D-A-W-G. So make sure you get over there, support the site. That will give you access to the Discord chat which i am in uh pretty much every day at least looking around uh, get over there uh take advantage of that price we will make your money back uh and more uh this nfl and college football season um so where where do we want to begin where do we want to begin i do have the spreadsheet pretty much done um for week one outside of some matchups and some uh Numbers that have not come through yet. I'm waiting on those. Those will be out tomorrow. I was hoping to get an early preview of the uh, spreadsheet out tonight, but uh, people within the Discord chat have decided that uh, they don't want to cooperate right now. I'm trying to get the email list for them all set up. Uh, Steve is actually in Italy right now, so trying not to bother him. Uh, we'll have that out no matter what. Uh, get that out to them this week. Uh, it'll be up on the site anyways later this week, as well as Saturdays will be, you know, the official drop for the article that comes out each and every week for the DFS season. Um, we will still, let's see, try to have, try to have the full spreadsheet out uh, late Wednesday nights. Uh, so you can get to Thursday through, uh, get a look at Thursday through Monday, uh, just to kind of get your last minute lineup set uh, for seasonal uh, DVOA, the strength of schedule, 
will be out uh, late Tuesday nights. So it's a lot of work that has that's involved with that, getting that all set up. But uh, what I can tell you is that I do have every single week of the NFL season all the way through week 18. I have strength of schedule charts all done up, uh, ready to go, just ready for importing of data. And uh, all the spreadsheets are ready to go through week 18 as well. So we are good to go. We are ready. We are ready to go here. Uh, let's get into a little bit of news and notes. Um, then I can talk about a little bit with the DFS strategy, what I do, what I try to implore. Um, I am mostly a cash game player, 50-50s, if you will. Um, so I'll kind of go through that a little bit here. We'll take a look at FanDuel. We'll take a look at DK, kind of what I'm looking for for point totals, uh, th- uh, point, th- point thresholds for us to hit uh, during the regular season here. So... Uh, let's do some news and notes. Dawson Knox uh, is back with the Buffalo Bills. Let's see here. Uh, Steelers have announced that Mitch Trubisky is the starting quarterback, and he is the new captain. Uh, let's see. Lamar Jackson is locked in during the contract talks. That's according to John Harbaugh. That's great. Uh, uh, David Bakhtiari, left tackle for the Green Bay Packers, on track to start for week one versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, it's possible that uh, that mother humper. Let's just do it. Come on, we're unedited here. Uh, that motherfucker, uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback for the New York Jets, is working out. It's possible he can play against the Ravens this week. Uh, James Robinson, backup running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, should be able to play in Week One. Uh, and apparently the Bears' offense looks really good as starters return. Now that is a bold-faced lie, uh, so we are not going to uh, pay any attention to that. Uh, Cowboys have signed former Eagle All-Pro left tackle Jason Peters. Uh, whether or not he actually plays this week, that remains to be seen. He's got to kind of get into game shape here. So I don't expect him to actually play in Week 1, probably more Week 2. Oh, goodness. Let's see here. We do have the NFL roundup. We can go team by team here, see if there's anything going on, players that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, uh, Drake London is progressing, but it's unclear if he's going to be able to play for week one, so pay attention to that if you are relying anything at all on Drake London. Like I have said, uh, this offseason, most of your rookies, um, you're not going to want to try and really rely on unless they have the number one job. Uh, definitely for sure. You're going to hold off on them. Like Mostly, if you get the number one job, you're going to do it with the running back uh, wide receivers. You're going to kind of wait and see on. Uh, Drake London definitely is a wait and see uh, for me. Buffalo Bills, wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie was a full participant in Monday's practice. He's your wide receiver three. Uh, signings by the Carolina Panthers. Preston Williams, who... Wide receiver who's been with Miami Dolphins for forever was signed to their practice squad. Um, Cincinnati Bengals did cut tight end Thaddeus Moss. Uh, Wide receiver T. Higgins returned to practice. That's good. Uh, Cleveland signed uh, tight end Jesse James. Not a big deal, um, but he is more of a blocking tight end, so he may see the field a little bit more. We talked about Jason Peters for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, wide receiver Vincent Smith signed to the practice squad of the Denver Broncos. Offensive lineman, this is uh, offensive guard Hallie Vitae, 
uh, was placed on injured reserve. So Detroit is not going in um, at full strength with their offensive line, so that's something to pay attention to. Uh, let's see here. Houston Texans have signed wide receiver Chris Conley to the practice squad and cut Marlon Mack. Uh, we talked about James Robinson. Tight end Blake Bell of the Kansas City Chiefs placed on injured reserve. Uh, moved up. God, I knew I had this. Where the hell did it go? I can tell you who's up there behind Travis Kelsey. Noah Gray and Jody Fortson. If anyone's interested in that. Uh, I am not in particular. Uh, let's see here. Tight end Irv Smith is expected to play Sunday against the Packers. Uh, Saints rookie offensive tackle uh, Trevor Penning could return as early as November after the team received good news after Penning's foot surgery. That guy's a bum. He's a bum anyways. New York Jets, we talked about Zach Wilson. Uh, they did release running back Zonovan Knight. Not a big deal. Uh, New York Giants have signed wide receiver Marcus Johnson to the practice squad. Uh, they have also cut running back Sandro Platzgama, who was not going to really see any action. But backup uh, QB Tyrod Taylor is good to go uh, after suffering the back injury in the team's preseason finale. Uh, Philadelphia, here's your left tackle. Uh, Andre Dillard undergo surgery to repair his broken forearm on Tuesday. This is a backup. Uh, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reported that the timetable of a four- to six-week recovery remains the same. Uh, let's see. San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel returned to practice. That's very good. Uh, Tampa wide receiver Chris Godwin with the ACL practiced Monday without a brace on a surgically repaired knee. So pay attention to that, anybody who jumped on Chris Godwin uh, and got some value in there. So there is our little news and notes. Uh, if you want to, we can go through, well, <laughs> if I want to, uh, we can kind of go through, especially kind of look at see what the early lines are for the Buffalo, for, you know, most of the games for week one, uh, starting with Thursday night game, Buffalo at LA Rams. Uh, opened as uh, Buffalo opened as a one-point favorite. 52 was the over-under. Now Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 52-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, moving to the Sunday games, New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans opened as a three and a half point favorite with a 42 over under. Uh, currently, New Orleans is a five and a half point favorite. 42 and a half is the over under there. San Francisco at Chicago. San Francisco opened as a six and a half point favorite. 42 was the over under. Currently, now San Francisco is a seven point favorite, uh, but it has dipped to a 41 over under. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati opened as a six-point favorite. 44 was the over-under. Cincinnati is now a six-and-a-half-point favorite with a 44-and-a-half over-under. Philadelphia at Detroit. Philadelphia opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 46-and-a-half was the over-under. Philadelphia is now a four-point favorite uh, with a 48-and-a-half over-under. So they're expecting some points in that game. We're going to have to pay attention to that. See if we agree. Uh, New England at Miami. This game is going to be a fucking turd. Um, Miami, two and a half point favorite, 44 and a half is the over under. Miami is now a three point favorite as a 40, uh, with a 46 and a half over under. Baltimore at New York Jets. Probably going to be a popular defense here. Uh, Baltimore, a four and a half point favorite, 45 is the over under, or was the over under. Baltimore is now a seven point favorite with a 44 and a half over under. Jacksonville at Washington, the now commanders, former douche canoes, 
just so we can get that name in here at least once on the pod. Uh, Washington opened as a three and a half point favorite. Forty four and a half was the over under. Now Washington is only a three point favorite with a forty three and a half over under. Cleveland at Carolina. Cleveland opened as a three and a half point favorite. Forty two and a half was the over under. Carolina is currently a two point favorite uh, with a forty one and a half over under. So defense is going to be popular there. Indianapolis at Houston. Indianapolis opened as a seven and a half point favorite. Forty four and a half was the over under. Now Indianapolis is an eight point favorite. Forty six is the over under. Yes, you guessed it. Jonathan Taylor is going to be very popular. New York Giants at Tennessee Titans. Tennessee six and a half point favorite. Forty four and a half is the over under. Tennessee is now a five and a half point favorite. Uh, Forty three and a half over under. Ooh, Brewers beat the Rockies. Great. It's awesome. Too little, too late. Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay opened as a one and a half point favorite. Forty-eight and a half was the over/under. Green Bay is still a one and a half point favorite with a forty-eight over/under. That one's going to be interesting. And I see I did not color this. I know I colored that. No way I fucking missed that. <clears throat> so, Dome, Minnesota. Defense isn't very good, so Minnesota's going to probably have to play from behind, you would think. Um, It kind of remains to be seen how I feel on that. Bakhtiari being back would definitely help my feelings on Green Bay in that one. Kansas City at Arizona. Kansas City opened as a a 2.5 point favorite. 53 was the over-under. Kansas City is now a 4 point favorite with a 53.5 over-under. So that's going to be a real popular late game. Uh, this week, Las Vegas at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers opened as four-point favorites. 51.5 was the over-under. Chargers are now only a three-and-a-half-point favorite as a 52 over-under. That'll be another popular. Sunday night football. Tampa Bay at Dallas. Tampa opened as a two-point favorite, 51.5 over-under. Uh, both totals have dropped. Tampa Bay is now only a one-and-a-half-point favorite with a 50 over-under. And Monday night football, you have Denver at Seattle. This is... Russell Wilson's return to Seattle, like the first game, really awesome. Uh, Denver opened as a four-point favorite. 41 was the over-under. Denver is currently now a six-point favorite. 43 is the over-under. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about DFS, and we're going to kind of run through the three major sites that I I actually grab uh, salary data and rank them based on the price. Uh, per position, and we'll do it with FanDuel. We'll go FanDuel, DraftKings, and then we'll go through Yahoo. Yahoo is a little bit different in the way that they structure their salary. Um, So I'll kind of guide you through a little bit on what you're kind of looking for in terms of, like, value and stuff. But in FanDuel, you start with a $60,000 cap limit uh, for your players. You start one quarterback, two running backs, uh, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, which can be running back, wide receiver, tight end, and then a defense. They used to have kickers, and I was pissed because I got one year of setting up how to do uh, cheap kickers and what to look for, and it was fucking fire, too. And then they got rid of kickers. Nobody wanted to do kickers, so that kind of pissed me off there. But <clears throat> So what you're looking for is basically you're doing points per dollar, right? So... Basically, cut the three zeros off. You're taking that six. You're taking that sixty thousand. You're making it just basically like sixty dollars. That's what you're looking at, right? Uh, you're looking for two x is 
is bare minimum what you're looking for on that 60. So you're looking for about 120 points in cash games, okay, to cross that line, 50-50. So there's 100 people in a contest. You're trying to get to be uh, at least 50, if not 49, right, at the very least. So it's not very hard to get to that 120 spot. And what we were look, what we were finding out, and this is going to hold true for um, FanDuel and DraftKings, not so much on Yahoo because there's not a lot of people who play on Yahoo. That's why we kind of track the prices over there and like to play over there a little bit. Um, but what we were finding was that that 2x wasn't really cutting it, right? So you'd get to uh, 120, 125, um, and you'd kind of sit right at that threshold on your 50-50s on whether you're going to make or break it. Um, about three years ago, we what we started seeing was what was called um, lineup trains. And these were people uh, who were basically using an optimizer, which I do not use. Um, on the site, uh, there is not only my spreadsheet, <clears throat> but uh, uh, Renner has a program, a uh, little algorithm that he runs, um, which is basically showing you what what the algorithm is expecting out of the players um, that week, right? So it's kind of like an optimizer um, if you use it correctly. I don't use it. I, I, will, I will check in on it from time to time and see if anything's changing on there. It's pretty damn good. But a lot of times I just use my just you know, me, myself, and I, my brain, what I'm seeing, um, within the numbers on, on my own spreadsheet. And I like to kind of do it that way. So, um, but what we were finding was when you were sitting between the 120 and 130, that you were falling behind these lineup trains. Now, not, not each and every week. Okay. A lot of, uh, most of the time those optimizers, um, they failed, right? Um, at least 50% of the time. I don't know how they're making money on it, but they were making money, right? So that's why they would keep doing it. So kind of got the idea, and it was something that, it was an idea that I was kind of toying around with. Um, I grew up, I grew up studying DFS, you know, NFL DFS uh, from Jeff Manns, who was at that time, he was over at Fantasy Alarm. Uh, he moved over to, uh, elite fantasy, uh, about the year after I kind of, I kind of left and it was over at, um, within the discussion rooms or chat rooms and stuff over at, um, scout fantasy. But, um, what it was, you know, the basis of play for Jeff is two X. So he's shooting to get over that 120, um, get to kind of like 125. It's say it's always playing the safe bet um, on the week. It's kind of looking at it does look at ownership projections, um, and not worrying about whether or not a guy was highly owned um, if it was the correct play, right? So what I've done with that is I've still kept, I've still pretty much kept the same base on that. Um, safe, you know, it, scouring social media, just seeing who the guy is, who the guys that are being talked up the most 
and then kind of looking through the spreadsheet and seeing if that is the optimal play or not um, and if I want to run them. So a lot of times um, I can get in, I can kind of get into the price points here uh, after this, but um, so what I was, so what I tried um, that three years ago was this. So basically you're making a pretty vanilla lineup. You're grabbing, you know, good matchups, uh, safe matchups, guys that can get you uh, two and a half, if not three. We we're kind of looking at three on the salary of the player. So if you're looking at, say, just for example, if you're looking at a guy like Derrick Henry at $9,700, right? Um, you're taking that, not, basically, you're going 9.7. You're multiplying that by three, so it comes out to a little bit under 30. So if you're going to play, say, Derrick Henry at 9.7, he has to get roughly almost 30 points to really kind of break even um, to help the lineup because of how high his salary is. So um, what we kind of said was let's just kind of stay pretty mundane, you know, at quarterback. Uh, the two running back positions, tight end. Um, we will punt at times. We have started shifting to more pay up to the tight end for a safer tight end and just paying down at defense. Wide receivers have – running backs have generally been um, – we pay we pay pretty much for the safer plays. But most of the time last year what we were doing was we were running value more value play-based um, at the running back positions, guys that weren't, you know, full tilt salary, uh, maybe a punt guy like you had a backup that is going to start that week. We would take a look, take a look at the matchup itself for that running back and see if that was still optimal. Because if you're paying four grand uh, for a running back, or forty five hundred is basically bare minimum. If you're paying forty five hundred for that bare minimum running back, all he really had to do was get to 12 um, for him to really kind of break even for you. So, uh, and then we would pay up a little bit at wide receiver. The guys who were getting the targets, you know, the looks from the quarterback, uh, guaranteed, you know, almost guaranteed for touchdowns. But we would save one spot. Now, it was either uh, with the wide, wide receiver spot or f- was with the flex spot. Um, generally we will run three running backs, but we have started kind of going back and forth between running backs and wide receivers, but one wide receiver spot, um, was used primarily as being kind of more of a boomer bus guy, right? So what we said was this, let's make a lineup. Minus one spot, so minus a wide receiver. Um, but all the rest of the spots could get us up to 120, you know, 120, 125. And then we take a shot on a wide receiver who could potentially go off, and usually it was a you know lower-range guy, but a guy who's in the right spot, the right opportunity, the right matchup, and at the absolute right price. Who could go off? It puts a little bit more risk into the lineup, but it has been paying off these last three years. It hits more often than not because we are tracking the matchups, because we are tracking 
defensive stats, the uh, DVOA defense from Football Outsiders, the DVP um, from over at Pro Football Reference, and we're taking a look at the wide receiver cornerback matchups. So just absolutely in the right in the right place, in the right spot at the right time. So we're looking at 120, 125 for everything else with this boomer bus guy. Guy just needs to get us what we're looking for, 3X at, say, 4,500, 15 points. If we get 125 plus 15, what is that? 140. So 140 has become our new target because what we have found is that if we're able to shoot at that for that 140 uh, each and every week, more often than not, it was probably about... 80, 80 to 90% of the time, I don't think I'm lying on that, 80 to 90% of the time, we would end up above the lineup trains shooting for that 140. And in general, most of our lineups were hitting, honestly, probably about 145, 150. So it's, it's not foolproof, but it's been working. And it's been working fairly consistently. So we're going to continue to do that. You'll find that in the article, uh, more of the boomer bus guy, the guy that I will take a shot on in cash. Um, something that I failed to mention is that I will be running a live again this year um, at, say, 9 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, but that is going to be over in TikTok because I can open it up completely on my computer. You can see me go through it, uh, kind of go through the article and stuff, and you can have your questions and stuff right there, and I can answer them right away. Um, this will open it up a little bit more um, from the people. We did it. We did a little bit of it on Facebook. It was okay. A lot of people didn't care um, to go over to Facebook. Um, it was a little bit harder to do over on um, Twitter, because you could run the live, but you're running it basically um, from what I have through YouTube, and YouTube's been a bitch to me. Um, so I'm just going to completely different platform. I'm going to go over to TikTok. I'm going to do the live over there. So 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings, uh, Central Time. We're going to set up 9 a.m. You follow me at RoyDog13 over there. And you don't even have to worry about whether or not I'm there yet because I, I'm able to ping. It, it'll ping you and tell you that I'm live. And then you can come in. And then you can hear all this stuff, right? What I'm looking at, any type of updates that morning, that type of stuff. So I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a lot better experience. Um, kind of get it in uh, earlier, but not too early. And also not too late, right? We don't want to crunch up against um, the noon, you know, 1 p.m. starts. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go over there uh, this season and try that out. And hopefully everybody likes it. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll throw in a lineup there for you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have to, I don't know if we'll have time. Maybe go to Home Depot. So... Now we switch over. Um, actually, no, I should finish up on FanDuel. So FanDuel is a half-point PPR site. So that's important to know. So your running backs your running backs are slightly a little bit more important over there. 
um, other than, say, DraftKings, where you can pay down a little bit, um, usually a lot for your running backs because you want a guy who can actually catch the ball, catch a couple of passes, get you a couple extra points because, you know, full point PPR. Um, DraftKings is a little bit different in that uh, the positions are all the same. Same idea, you know, one guy, boomer bust. But you, what you have here is you have a 50K salary, not a 60. Okay, so the pricing is a little bit different. That's why I run rankings on the pricings comparing between the three sites so you can see where your values are. So you're gonna, you may switch guys out from a lineup on FanDuel versus what you have on DK. They could be different. They're going to be different, but not too different, right? Don't like to change it up all that much between the two. It all kind of comes down to the pricing and everything on there. But you're working with a 50K salary. So we take basically the 50K, take the three zeros off. You got $50, right? On fan or on DK, DraftKings, you're trying to 3X your points, definitely. So your 50K, your 50 times 3 comes out to 150 points. Again, we've had issues with the lineup trains on there. And what I will say here is I kind of want to run through. I forgot. I really kind of want to tell you what some of these contests are in here as far as like the 50-50s and double-ups. Um, but we'll, we'll finish this one up. So we were always looking for 150 on there. That was your threshold uh, to either make or break you in 50-50 double-up cash. Um, we've aimed higher. We aimed, you know, 140 on FanDuel. We actually aim for 175, 180, 180 pref, right? Do we hit it all the time? No. Usually 175 will get you there. 170, 175. That'll get you over the hump very easily, and you'll get it. Um, but their 50-50s and their double-ups are a little bit different, okay? So double-ups are double-ups. Um, you got to be really careful um, on DraftKings. FanDuel runs single ent- is mostly single-entry 50-50s. If you go into 50-50s and you look, you'll, you can see it's almost all single-entries. Uh, you got to be careful over on DraftKings because there are single entries and then there's multi entries, and you can enter <laughs> some of these. You can enter like 150 lot of your same lineup, so big, huge trains, right? So you want to look for everything single entry. Um, double ups are fine. I usually go to the 50-50s. Uh, I got to find them here. Or no, they they list them as a double up. So the ones that I'll generally play are the... So if you're looking at DraftKings, it says NFL $10 double up, right? Classic $10 entry fee. Uh, Guaranteed prize pool $1,080. That's just split minus the rake that they take out. And then say, for instance, this one says 32 slash 124 so that's right now there's 32 spots filled uh of a field that can fit 124 all right so we look in here we go to one we jump in there now with 124 what would you expect 
um, the split to be, right? At 62? Actually, no. It's up to 54. That's actually kind of dropped a little bit because that was at 50 that you had to get to. That was at 50. So 50-50 double ups, you can't just go... You can't just go, okay, I have 124, there's no 100s. It's 124, six, uh, 62 and 124 are the two optimal ones. Uh, always try to shoot for the 124s. Uh, one, uh, 124 participant ones, single entry. Um, these double ups, it should say how many entries you can put in there. Let me see here. Let's see. Can we reserve? Yeah. Single entry. Single entry, double up. So you do have to scroll down to come find these. Let me see here. See, make sure that there's nothing else in here. It's a fucking showdown, you fucking piece of shit. So, yeah. Yeah, see, so if you get down here, if you get down here to just the regular double-ups where, you know, it goes, I think, goes 250, 250, 100, 50, 25, 10, uh, 5, and I think it's like $3 and $1. And then they have some double ups with three entry max. Don't do the three entry max. Just do the single, just do the regular double up. Um, those ones are the single entries. Like I said, you have to scroll down probably be about a quarter of the way down. Um, you don't want to do the math. I, I don't, I choose not to do these double, these massive ones. Now you can do them like there's the $25 double up single entry. Okay. Uh, 2,298 entries in there. So 200, uh, 2,298 entries. You have to finish in the top 1000. I kind of choose just to take out some of those participants. Cause you'll get a lot of those guys that are running those trains. We don't know, you know, exactly how big these trains can get in there. So just kind of cut it down, cut out, cut down the availability of them to get into the into your actual double up. So stay down to the 124 at the max we're going to hit is probably in something like that is maybe like 30 people with the same lineup. It's sneaky, it's fucking shitty. Um but they do do it. So uh, but like I said we have learned to adapt to it and fight up and fight against it. Uh and really I think we've made ourselves better players in the long run for doing it. Uh, last but certainly not least, we have Yahoo. So Yahoo, what they do, the same number, um, same number of, uh, Jesus, I'm brain farting, of position slots, right? One quarterback, two running backs, three wide, uh, tight end, flex, and defense. They used to run, they used to run a double, uh, two wide receivers and then a double flex on, on here. And you could run four running backs on it. It was kind of sweet. It was kind of sweet. But they don't do that anymore. So, um, But what they do is they do a $200 budget. So it's a little bit different. So that's why um, a lot of times in the article, if it's really good Yahoo play, I'm 
going to point out, hey, this is this is really good value, right? So your elites, they're going to sit up um, max at like forty dollars, right? Um, if you get a decent, if you want a decent quarterback, usually they'll sit within um, the thirty to twenty-five dollar range. Is usually your good plays. You can find some value plays down to about twenty bucks, um, but you usually don't want to travel down that far. Uh, usually, I try to look right around thirty bucks, but quarterbacks usually last. Um, running backs, again, forty bucks. I try to get my running backs at, at the very most. I try not to spend over thirty bucks on them. Um, Twenty-five is pretty respectable. Twenty is kind of like your your value starter usually, and anything under twenty um, are your value plays. So if we get a starter and he's underneath twenty bucks, we're going to take a look at him. Like, say for instance, uh, Antonio Gibson. In Jacksonville, Washington, he's $18. You know, there's no Brian Robinson there because he unfortunately got shot in the knee. Um, so Antonio Gibson really becomes kind of the main guy at running back for Washington, especially if we think that they're going to play from ahead against Jacksonville, right? Uh, another guy to kind of look at would be like Saquon Barkley. New York Giants at Tennessee Titans. Titans have generally been pretty good against the run. Uh, they did lose Harold Landry. Uh, to an ACL tear, good linebacker. Um, he's $18, and he has a lot of upside. So maybe not so much a cash play, but as maybe a possible GPP play, I think you kind of got to look at it. I think you got to look at it. I think you got to look at it. Um, who else we got in here? Travis Etienne, 16 bucks. Jacksonville at Washington, Phew, GPP for sure. New England at Miami, Chase Edmonds, 15 bucks. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. Clyde Edwards, a layer at 14. Start getting kind of down here and seeing some starters. Damn. Kind of like some of these. Kind of like some of these. Same kind of goes with your wide receivers most of the time. I will look anywhere between 30 to 20. Um, if you get a really top end starter for underneath twenty bucks, like say maybe Mike Williams of Los Angeles Chargers against Las Vegas Raiders, corners still aren't very good. He's nineteen dollars, nineteen dollars. Even Hunter Renfro might not be too bad at eighteen dollars. Probably like Mike Williams a little bit more. Now, Yahoo is again is is going to be a half point PPR site. So, you know, if you're expecting like Hunter Renfro, like. You know, last year's Hunter Renfro where you get like eight, you know, eight grabs. You know, that's four points. It's not eight points. So you got to kind of be careful with that. And now Christian Kirk, Jacksonville at Washington, $16. $16. And he's going to be featured out of the slot. <laughs> oh, my God. Devonta Smith at 16 bucks. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Love it. Um your bare minimum on your skill positions, your running back, wide receiver, and tight ends is going to be $10. That same goes with the defense, too. Um, so if we get anybody at bare minimum, that's going to be your value play. It's going to be your value play. Um, tight ends, they're maxing out at 29 this week, so not quite 40 like the other slots will. Um, so most of the time we'll pay up a little bit in here. Um, but again, if we find some good value, like if we still think that Philadelphia is going to suck against tight ends, TJ Hawkinson might be okay at 19. 
Um, or Dallas Goddard the other way. Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. Oof, might have a bang bang. Might have a bang bang right there. Philadelphia, Detroit. Mm, I'm kind of loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, defenses too. We we typically pay down. Kind of save them for. Well, you try to find. What we do is we try to find a bargain basement defense and we'll just kind of plug them in. Some team that we're kind of like we can live with um, in their matchup. And then we fill in the rest of the team, and then we decide from there if we have a little bit left, if we want to move up or not. Um, otherwise, most of the time, we're just pun- we're just completely punting. Any team that can get turnovers, that's kind of what you're looking for. Turnover sacks, uh, potential for touchdowns on returns. I'm sure Dallas is going to be fucking ridiculously popular um, a couple times because of uh, – uh, that Turpin kid who had a couple of uh, kick returns for touchdowns in the preseason. So they're going to be highly owned. But um, so you can't really like 2X, 3X that $200 budget. So what you're kind of shooting for is kind of like FanDuel. So 120, possibly 140 on there. You can pretty much fill in that team almost pretty similar to your FanDuel team. Um, and you can live with it. Most of the time you got to change out like a running back or maybe like a, a high-end wide receiver, but uh, most of the time it works. So, But that's kind of a little bit of a run-through um, on what we're doing. Like I said, get over to thedailyambush.com. Uh, sorry, not thedailyambush.com, dailyambush.com. Uh, promo code ROYDOG on the football-only package. That'll get you $40 off. So from $139 down to $99, get yourself hooked up in there. Uh, Discord chat is very good. Uh, Very great people over in there uh, who have subscribed already. A lot of people who have followed uh, since since most of the people who actually contribute to the site, uh, their humble beginnings over at Scout uh, six, seven years ago. So uh, get over there, support their work, support my work, and if you have any questions, you're more more than welcome to DM me. Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And uh, Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over on Messenger over there. Or, uh, you know, like I said, follow me over on the old Tiki Talk at RoyDog13. But until next time, and I promise you there's going to be more of a next time. These are coming out. These are coming out. We have lots of shit to talk about. So hopefully I can get another one out tomorrow. Maybe we can talk about some players you can add before week one. Peace out, homies. Talk to you later.